With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps, a podcast for you, the players, supporters and the hard-working volunteers that make a glorious game from the lowest to the highest levels in the UK and beyond. We at Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps have now teamed up with Derbyshire County Cricket Club to promote cricket at all levels across the county and wider regions. I'm Rick, I'm here with Ian, Richard and Neil as we take you on a journey around our home here at Winslow Cricket Club in Burn-on-Trent. On this podcast, we'll keep you updated on all the goings-on here at Winslow Cricket Club, and we will also be answering all your questions and inviting you, the listener, to send in all your stories from around the cricketing world. We will, of course, have a special guest coming with their view from Cow Corner with all their stories, ideals and anecdotes. So, let's get started and bring you up to date with the goings-on at Winslow Cricket Club, the little club with a big personality. Stumps, and well, who'd have thought it? It's been a year since our first podcast, and we've come a long way. Fifteen episodes down, and it's been a real privilege to have interviewed some great guests. Guests including Mickey Arthur and Wayne Madsen. And, and Wayne's gone on to become the top run scorer in Division 1 and Division 2 for 2022. An amazing performance. Also, David Griffin, who continues to be the voice of common sense in county cricket. I'd urge anyone to follow him on Twitter... And if you get the chance, take a look at his regular video diaries. Along with all the other contributors from local cricket clubs, it's been great to get to know you all down the season. It's absolutely flown by and we've reached the end of the season, which has seen our ones finish finish in a creditable third and the twos, having got promotion from Division 7 last year, finishing sixth in Division 6. Well done to all the players, in particular captains, who've guided the teams throughout 2022. On this edition of Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps, the Winsor Goats, I'm really pleased to have been able to welcome two of my closest friends in cricket, and I've also been privileged to captain them over the years. Eddie Moore, who I've known since he was a young Tory boy, and one of the funniest men in cricket, as well as in life, Neil Winfield. So now over to Cow Corner and to listen to the lads. Hello, son. How did the game go? It was okay, but I broke my back. Can I get a new one? You've done what? Broke your bat? Oh, that's just great. How am I going to afford to get a new one now? I just haven't got that kind of money. Why don't you try Village Cricket? Village Village who? Village Cricket. They have a range of bats and they are a fraction of the price of other brands. Very good bats as well. Some from our club have got their bats. Very good quality and very good prices. And they don't just do bats, they do all the equipment you need, all for the same great price. Well, that sounds great. I'll have to have a look. Sounds just what I need. Thanks. The Village Cricket Company stock a wide range of cricket equipment for every age group, all without the usual high price tag. Visit them now on www.villagecricket.co. 
and on checkout use promotion Stumps10 for a further 10% discount. The 10% discount only applies to the product purchase and not the shipping charge, which is a standard £5 per order. VillageCricket.co aim to dispatch all orders within 24 hours, so you should receive your order within 2-3 to three working days. For more information, visit www.VillageCricket.co. This promotion expires 30th of September 2023. Visit VillageCricket.co for all your cricketing needs. So welcome to our latest venture into Cow Corner with me, Ian Lebo and Rich Marsa. How are we, Mars? Very good today, Ian. Thank you. Brilliant. Thanks for hosting us today, Mars. It's uh, nice to be at your place rather than some of the other places we've been to previously. It's all right. Salubrious. This is very salubrious. This is a uh, recording we've been looking forward to doing for ages as we're very lucky at our very own Winslow Cricket Club to have a couple of incredible goats. A batting goat with more than 11,000 runs, and a bowling goat with more than 650 wickets. So joining us today is the Winsor Cricket Club batting goat, Eddie Moore. How are we, Eddie? I'm all right, thank you. Great to see you, mate. And our very own, yes, you've heard him before on the pod numerous times, Neil Windows Winfield, who is without a doubt our bowling goat at Winsor Cricket Club. How are we, Neil? Good, thank you. Great to see you guys. So where do you want to start then, Rich? Right, we'll start with Eddie first, really, and... Uh... Just give us some memories of how you first got into cricket. So I've been at Winter Cricket Club all my life. So uh, my dad played um, for years for the second team. Uh, there's pictures of me down at the ground as a baby with my mum doing my cricket tees, my <laughs> sister and me running around the, around the boundary edge with Alan Tonkinson and, and all of that. Um, and then I've been at the, the club ever since. So um, started playing for the under-13s. Um, my dad coached them for a while he was the second team uh, skipper for a while and then I got into the second team and then um, the rest yeah. is history really so, so you played for the under 13s from what I can remember didn't you score your first century for the under 13s no was we, that, oh actually I've just remembered it was for the second it was was it, it at Rangeport it was absolutely was at Rangeport yeah, I think it was against that. Trentside thirds um, yeah and I got 124 not out and how, how old were you then Probably about fifteen. Or yeah, okay. I do remember it very well. I remember I was I was trying to think about it, but then it just came to me quickly. It was at Rangemore. Yeah, yeah. And what about you, Neil? Where, when did you first join the club, and where did you start? At Winslow, I started out at Drakelow. My dad played there. He worked at Drakelow. Uh, started out there. Mum made the teas. Sit up, sit down, tea in them days. Yeah, yeah. Last time I had lunch and meat. I think that. I'm salad. Lunch and meat. Lunch and meat. Lunch and meat. My dad was the secretary. Uh, he's going every Saturday. Yeah. That's it, just going from there. And then leaving Drakeclough, what was there? Was it closed down at Drakeclough? Was that what it Drakeclough was? Drakeclough finished and uh, Jonesy was playing youth team at Winsor, so yeah. I just came with him to Winsor. Yeah. We got the two of you at the same time, really. Yeah. Much, so. Jonesy had been there a few years previous as a junior player yeah, before, yeah, yeah. before Neil came across. Yeah. Uh, but you can't beat a sit-down tea. No. <laughs> I, I tell you what I do remember about those sit-down <laughs> teas was that... Over over time, you knew what where everyone sat. Everyone had their very specific places. So Keith Gooden had to sit in the corner, and yeah. if anybody else sat there, you know, there'd be yeah. there'd be uh, an issue. Alan Jefferson had to have extra sliced egg. Just funny what you remember. Yeah, but I mean, talking about the old players like Alan Jefferson and uh, Tonk Tonko and all that, there were some old characters at Drakeclough as well, weren't there? Now with the Bradders of this world yeah. and uh, Frankie Bailey and all those lads. Some strange characters, yeah. Not it, strange, it's probably the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting characters. Yeah. It was the umpire, what's his name? Uh, Dave, Dave Bennett. Uh, Dave Bennett, yeah. my nemesis. Yeah, good old Dave. It was uh, nice to see Pat Wilson down the ground uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, he came down yeah, yeah, I, must, yeah. I missed that one, yeah. Yeah, you were not Yeah, that yeah, was holiday, yeah. Mm. So, um, it, when you're in your early days, Eddie, mm. was, I mean, obviously your dad was your influence. Mm. It was the players which other players at the club would you say had a massive influence and were mentors to you in a way really oh that's that's um that's a difficult question so <clears throat> i grew up with a very uh, there was a, a second team who were the same every week mm. so so keith and johnny clark and then tonk and, yeah. and john simpson and my dad and chris tyler and then len mason so oh. terry mason's dad <laughs> still wow. running up from the bungalow yeah. end at probably gone 70 definitely bowling yeah. Yeah. Sometimes fifteen overs, yeah. um, and when then when there was no restrictions yeah. in them days on yeah. bowling, yeah. and then uh, Paul Mansfield used to storm in with his glowing <laughs> locks, um, yeah. like some man possessed. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of influences on me, you know who had a huge influence on my 
career, career's the wrong word, but my time at Winsor was, was Kev Chilman. Right. Kev Chilman was always a first team player, um, but he came down to the seconds and I think he captained uh, for one year. And I'd been playing seconds for, you know, on and off for maybe a year, maybe two. Mm. Uh, and I was probably 12, 13. I was decent in the field. I was all right for a 13 year old. I was quite small. So I didn't really score many runs. But I was batted kind of like eight, nine kind of thing. And so there wasn't really, I wasn't developing really in, mm. in senior cricket. And Kev Chilman, we were at Appleby Magna. And it, it came by absolute surprise. He said, Eddie, you're going to open with me today. I was like, okay, great. Um, didn't get many, but that was the start of me trying to see myself as a, as a frontline batsman. Yeah. And and he gave me my first shot at doing that. And within, by the time, you know, that, that season, that's when I really did start to score, score proper runs. When I came into the first, people that mentored me, well, the, the older guy, I, I wish I'd been able to play with, with Terry. Me and Terry kind of swapped, you know, he mm. used to play first teams and then dropped to the seconds and I... Kind of came up into the first when he when he dropped. We kind of switched. How old were you then, Lily? How old do you reckon, Neil? 17, 16, 17? When you came into the first team? Yeah. Well, I was, I was in the first team. I think you were about 17. I think 16, so. 17. Mm. I think your first game was probably about 16. Uh, I, I did dip in. Terry was still playing the odd game, but he was more in the second. Kind of thing. Yeah, so so I dipped in and came and played the odd one when first was short. But like proper being a first team player, yeah. I came and... It was against Hilton, and Rich, you hit the winning runs. We were at home. Wow! Yeah, and so Sherby, I remember bowling uh, Alan Barber oh, with wow. an unbelievable beauty. I caught an absolute steepler by the by the short corner. It's amazing what you remember when they're big big games <laughs> for you, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And people like Cornsy were playing, Adam Corns right. and things like that. Yeah. I think you batted four or five and I batted six and yeah. I yeah. came in with about 15 left to get and you at the other end and yeah. ate a couple of bounds yeah. and then you, you knocked them off. It's happened before already and it's like, it won't happen again. I'm no, sure. it won't. But so in terms, like once I'm in the first team, yeah. um, influences, without blowing smoke up your, your backside, Marsh, you're a big influence for me because obviously you were my skipper in the first team for, what, the first 10, mm. 12 years of me playing time. that's a long time I think Eddie in the early days it, it, even when we used to go away we used to room together and stuff didn't we really All right, Rich, <laughs> calm down. No, I'm just saying we had some well we'll probably talk about it on another time but okay. we, you know we, it was it was quite a closeness there wasn't there really? there was there was probably four or five six of us who were almost like Really close, yeah. you know, including Neil and, and Jonesy and, yeah. and, and 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 others. Yeah, um, you had West, five, six, you your Westy, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, who were kind of like the nucleus um, of of the team. Yeah, because we weren't in the you know position that we are now, where we you know blessed with loads of fantastic players. Where um, we were, there was five or six of us that were regular yeah. playing Festo as well. Yeah. Definitely, um, yeah. he was he was another you know really good influence on me yeah. you know Fester because he he was our wicketkeeper then with Jacko wasn't it Jacko bit of Jacko bit of Jacko bit of Laney yeah does, um, yeah Rich Laney yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Kettle Kettle came I said wicketkeeper <laughs> <laughs> now what about you then Neil when, when you came to Windsor who who was in the team. I think when I started, first I think was like, it the like Steve everyone. Jackson days back in then? No, days, not was quite. Was with, after then, I think like everyone, I started in the second team. You start yeah. off. So anyone that comes to Winslow now, I start in the second team. So don't moan if you're not straight in the first. Mm, so exactly. that's, how, that's how it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Spurs. I think uh, Kev was captain and uh, Andy yeah. Ward was vice captain. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Turn up. Yeah. Question for you both. So it's interesting. Neil's just. Pointed it out very pointedly about the, the second. How, how important do you think it is for the juniors to be looking at this now and going, actually, I need to you know earn my spurs literally and do that bit of time in the second team. And you know, what sort of age do you think is good to get them in there? It's different now because when our our seconds were um, we were in the Burton League and we were in Div Ten of Ten. Mm. Um, Div six, there's some there's some decent cricketers. Mm-hmm. So chucking a an eleven twelve year old in in yeah. Div six against you know I don't know you know a second teamer from a from a big club that yeah. that's that's who tough. could be an ex first teamer yeah. from Prem or Div yeah. three or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if they're good enough, they're old enough. That's that's something that's that's really critical. But the important thing about moving from junior cricket to senior cricket for me, from a batsman's point of view, 
is um, is batting for longer periods of time. Yeah. So I've never been a huge fan, and, and you know I can be completely shot down here of this kind of retiring at, at thirty. I get the point of it. It's mm-hmm. the idea to give everyone a game. I get it. But if you're looking to create and cultivate batsmen yeah. that are prepared to bat for long periods of time, you know, retiring at 30, just when you maybe start to get a bit knackered or whatever, yeah. it, it's not conducive. But well, when's the right time? Well, I suppose by the same token, you, you wouldn't take a bowler out of the tap when they took five wickets, would you? Yeah. You know, so there is a lot to be said for that, really. You might have to, though, if you're limited over as well, though. Before well, we could bowl 22 overs when I first started. No, but I'm saying if, it's a, if a junior took five wickets oh, yeah. in three overs, he mm-hmm. still gets to bowl. Yeah. Whereas if, if a young batsman scores 30 in three overs, five overs, he's got, to, he's, got to, he's got to come off. So there is a lot to be said. I think that's quite a good good point. Yeah, I played in a league up north back in the day, 30 years ago, who changed the rules so that from under 13s onwards, 50 and retired mm-hmm. came yeah. in. Because they just went, well, what is 30? Yeah, at least a 50 sounds like it's what you see in your stats isn't it it made yeah. a difference that way so um, for those who really don't know a lot about both of you how would you describe your batting Eddie <laughs> what would you uh, say your style is that, you know you're probably one of these accumulators that you've just been talking about mm. I'd be interested to hear when you describe yourself who your professional influences would be because you mentioned who your influences were at the club when you yeah. came to win so who, who were you looking at when you were growing up thinking I want to do a bit of that you know what? When when I grew up, I, I talked earlier about people like Brian Lauren, Kevin Peterson, and but also Graham Gooch. I wasn't trying to be them. I wasn't trying to emulate my mm-hmm. style on them. I am. I've not been blessed with the the finesse and the style of, of Nigel. I've not been. Uh, I've not got the skill level of Chillers. I've not got the power of of a Brett or a or a Clarkey. I've just got a bit of. Grit, I think, mm. and match awareness, and I think you've got a bit of nouse as well. Yeah, to me. I value my wicket. I, I play the, I think I play the situation of the game well. Yeah. I've always been a slow starter, always have been. Um, I think that's because you know valuing your wicket. Yeah, I think the other thing I notice about you, it doesn't bother you if you have a slow start because you know that as you get into your innings, you can score very quickly. Yeah, right? and you run between the wickets well as well. So yeah, helps. it's a, it's about momentum, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So. I do. I do generally start slowly. I like. To, I'm not someone that can come in and just time the ball from 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 ball one unless it's a you know a, a really fantastic track. Yeah. I, I, so I do start slowly, but I tend to if I get to fifty, I, I generally catch up by the time I'm at yeah. hundred. But I've also, I think possibly the reason is, or some of the reasons are. My mum always talks to me about the arguments me and my dad used to have on the way home from <coughs> under 13s cricket matches, like. He would umpire, uh, and I'd be batting, and all she would see is between overs, him wagging his finger at me, having a go at me in the middle for the shot I played, or or something yeah. like that. And if I got out on the way home, it'd be you know That's talking me through it. All, all, all yeah. I heard, and mum always you know used to say yeah. she used to hate those those journeys home. So like, that kind of idea of valuing your wicket and 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 playing to to yeah. maximise the runs, but also I've you know been at Windsor Cricket Club thirty years, playing in the first team for. What maybe maybe twenty years yeah. now? Yeah. For the first ten years of those, we didn't have the luxury of the batsman that we had now. Mm-hmm. So it was a matter of not I couldn't get out and yeah. I had to play cautiously. But there was a lot depended on Nigel and, and myself and, yeah. and and yourself and and whoever uh, Fester. And so, but also another point is I'm I'm, I'm stubborn and I. I like really? it well and I'm competitive. And Eddie's like stubborn, is that right? So after talking about <laughs> six minutes about my style, yeah, that I don't like to for people to get out, I like yeah. to keep my wicket. It's funny to say, there's something I picked up on between there, that you've been there that long though, you played a lot of first team cricket, win, lose and draw, mm-hmm. which means that the value of that wicket made a massive difference compared to the bish bash bosh of win, lose, yeah. which is to a certain extent, isn't yeah. it? You think that's had a massive influence on your career that? The drawing, the element of draws. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I play any differently because um, I don't. You know, no, it's a simple answer. Okay. No. Yeah. Now then, Neil, what about your bowling? 
Have well, you got many well, variations? Can you talk about Eddie first? You can. What's your response? What Eddie's just said. I think the best thing that I've heard about Eddie was it's uh, Swarkston. If I remember this, they called you in Westy's shadow, <laughs> and that's the be- that's the best thing. He's, he's not. No, people don't realise that he's keeping up on you. So he's yeah. in. He's yeah. got 10 or 40, 50 balls. Yeah, Before yeah. you know it, he's, he's a runner ball. Yeah. He's won yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the best thing about it. I think that's dead right. Cause I do the scoring now, and, and I can see that his scoring rate, I can see instantly. And the start of his innings, he's like scoring at like 30% or something like that. But then it creeps up, and then suddenly he's at 50, then 60, then 70. Before you know it, it's almost a runner ball. And mm-hmm. that, that is true, Neil. I, I know if Eddie's in the game, we're probably going to win the game if mm-hmm. he's in. I, I can tell we're, we're going to be somewhere near. Yeah. That's what that's yeah. what Eddie is. Well, let's move on to you then now. Okay. Uh, if you want. So, you, you spin bowler. Correct, yeah. How would you describe yourself? Uh, slow. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got slower? Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, variations? Uh, not many. Slower ball, quicker ball, well, googly. I've got one ball. I've literally got one ball that does everything. Someday, <laughs> someday That's the same as Dunk. <laughs> I was thinking that when I was Yeah, some days it spins, some days it goes the other way. I've not got a clue what I'm doing, really. No, I think, I think, so. I think you're being hard on yourself there, mate. Years, years ago, you weren't the bowler that you are now. You used to bowl office, didn't you? I used to bowl off bets on the bungalow. Yeah. But then I used to bowl the odd leggy as a surprise ball. Yeah. But then I've got better at bowling leggy, so I just bowl that now. Yeah. And how would you say, have you taken more wickets laterally, or would you say it's been a pretty even spread over the years? Yeah, I think I've one bad year. I've got about 10 wickets one year, but it's pretty much 20 for yeah. most years, I think. Yeah. Do you think you were? I mean, you always was known for your batting, as well as you know. Big he was always he was. He was always known to come in and smash it around a bit, and uh, it could always go a few runs. Do you think you? you know, That's probably any, gone now. Has it? Yeah. I know you nearly got your first League Fifty at. Uh, I think it was Dunstall. Dunstall yeah, yeah. It? Give us a bit of a story about that. You were all set for you raising the bat for the first time. What, what well, happened? Jonesy won me out, didn't he? Yeah, crushed you. Yeah, I remember it well. That's been close to ever get. These are leading questions if you haven't already noticed. It's funny you talk about the one ball, though. Anyone who's watched the Shane uh, Warne documentary on Sky Sports that was done a couple of months ago in the test, it's hilarious listening to him talk about how he psyched people out for years when he only really had one slash two balls. But he'd turn up at every series talking about his new dues and his new flipper and his new this. And then actually everyone panicking and trying to watch him. When actually he was just trying to spin them all as much as he could, mm. and every now and again want to go on straight. Mm. And it, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that in the slightest. If you bowl that one ball really bloody well, that's what's more important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think as well at Winsor, I think it's quite deceiving. I think people think it's a small ground where it's quite a clonk to hit it straight, and probably Eddie's caught most of my wickets. Yeah. Been on. Yeah. I mean, I've caught lots of dropped really this year. I can't remember. <laughs> maybe, maybe one I think probably my most wickets is Bowl Winfield Court more I'd say yeah, absolutely followed by Bowl Winfield Court Winfield, Winfield probably yeah. I get yeah, that's, one, that's one thing that I love is to see a Neil Winfield Court and Bowl because there's been some absolute Brahmas I don't know here. why though they uh, well, the quicker they come the, the, the easier they seem to yeah, make he just sticks his arm out and it, it just it's, seems it's, to, it's, a, it's a phenomenon or he'll kind of like pop it up himself yeah, and then catch yeah. it on the second yeah. attempt so, well, uh, he's, talk, doing a, sorry, yeah, he's doing himself a disservice so he talks about having one ball yeah it's a, a consistent ball but he's really difficult to get away I played him in a couple of yeah. the you know the inter-club games but he's so consistent I'm not too bad against spin yeah. but I, I find Neil awkward because yeah, it, 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 you can see it coming, but it's that doesn't mean it's, yeah. it's easy then to get away. Yeah. Um, and he will get the odd one to really spin, and then he'll get the odd one to kind of, to kind of skip on a bit. But he gets a lot of court balls, I think, because he's because he's short. Yeah. You know, he's, he's so the ball. Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, so as a, as a batsman, I think a lot of people will try and 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 drive him. And because he's short, they may be trying to just lift him over the top, but they can't. That's, yeah. you know, I don't, get under I don't think it's been a coincidence that in the games this season in particular, when Neil has come on in tandem with Kamal, actually, that the run rate slowed unbelievably. And that's you've seen a massive change in the tempo of the game. And I think that's that's something that highlights just what you've said, really. I think Neil's had one of the best seasons of his life this year. Yeah. He's bold. Yeah. As well as I've seen him bowling in, in it like keeps telling us all that anyway. No, he has because <laughs> we haven't had well, we have but fewer 
um, first ball full tosses yeah, or yeah. first over long yeah, drops. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's not just yeah. that. He just lands it consistently and suddenly we're through the over. And that's how I always picture Neil's ball. If I see that first ball come out of his hand and land well, I go, ooh, it's going to be a good day straight yeah, away. It's not very often Neil bowls 10 overs for 60. Mm. It, it's, it's, I don't it, know if you I know. remember that, to be honest with you. Yeah, you you're looking at... I bought whatever for 30 once. <laughs> 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 and the Abbey at Rose Hill. So Darley Collins. Six, six. When you look at Neil's overall stats with, what is it, almost 3,300 overs of spin to have an economy rate below four, ain't bad going, is it? That's not bad at all, really. Ain't not bad, bad going. And that's even that's actually even lower this season than it has been for a few years. I was going to say, I think this year he's bowled very tight, he's bowled yeah. economically, but also he's bowled at stumps and he looks threatening. Mm. There have been very few games this year where he's not got a wicket. You know, he's picking up two or three along with, you know, Kamal every yeah. single week. Yeah. Stumps, umps and beer bumps. So you both, one's a batter, one's a bowler, but you're both exceptional fielders and you're both right up there when it comes to uh, dismissals, catches in the league. What do you put that down to, both of you? Because you don't practice, do you? <laughs> we used to. We used to. We used to be avid Wednesday night, get the cradle out. Yeah, and, and the and cradle competition. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this before. You, you've got to learn to love fielding mm-hmm. as a cricketer if you're going to be successful because you spend most of your time got fielding. Got no choice in it. No choice. You know, yeah. even if you yeah. you bat for 40 of the 45 overs, you're still going to be fielding for 45 overs. So you've got to learn to to, to, to make you to enjoy it. And then you've got to find a way of contributing. It used to be, for me and Neil, we'd be um, running around the boundary because we had good arms. Yeah. But because we did that for 10 years, both of our shoulders and our screw, barely took it in from... From the artificial to the to the yeah, yeah well, I, think, I think as well what what changed as well your part of this master is yeah master used to be in slips and he was the, one of the best catches we had then but then someone happened to you <laughs> and it, it, he decided to try and start yeah. catching him with his feet rather than his hands yeah, what, yeah. what happened was he got old yeah he went through his, <laughs> went through his feet well Anthony had come, come charging in his snick off and master never got an hand to it he got a foot to it so that was the end of that and then, <laughs> then we went around a few players then me and Eddie got stuck in there and we caught a few. Yeah. It was stuck and then you got it, stuck. Yeah, that's was stuck yeah. there. It was that was an unbelievable season. That was my first game in the slips. I took four catches. That was where the nickname Magneto came yeah. from yeah. for that one time. <laughs> but we went through a season. Kettle was keeping. Neil was first. I was second. And Fester was in his pomp on on some good yeah. tracks. And and Jonesy was 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 getting lots of snicks as well. We caught we caught no end as yeah. a, as a trio. Yeah. And then yeah, we got stuck. Yeah. But also. <laughs> I, I, with fielding, I've had some really bad years. You know, I've, I've won the fielding trophy a few years. I've got a decent set of hands, but I've also had some shocking years. And I've changed my um, my catching technique in the last, well, probably about seven eight years ago, to having hands up rather than, than hands oh, down. Yeah. And that's made a huge difference with my confidence in myself catching on the boundary. Were your hands up or hands down when you dropped Fulton at Swarkstone? I can't remember, it was too long ago. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you what... But they, it was hands down by the way. It, was, it was definitely hands down for um, when I dropped one off Neil this year. Was it? Yeah, because yeah. it was wet and I couldn't get in far enough to get my, to get so my hands up. So while we're talking about the two best fielders we've probably got in the club and certainly on play cricket, they're the two best fielders, who would you say is uh, the worst fielder we've got at the club? Well, that's a bit harsh. That's really it is harsh. Well, I'm we've, asking a question. We've got a few. Well, a couple could, probably. Yeah. Down the years, he's been some pretty Damn poor, years. pretty poor feelings. That's really tough. It's a tough question. I mean, there's been. Let's let's look at it another way then. What's some of the worst drops you've ever seen? <laughs> uh, I've seen you drop one at Parwich. That's we all know that the Parwich incident. Yeah. Uh, that one's come up a few times. Yeah. Has it? Has it? Has that yeah. been discussed? At, at yeah. Lane? But we saw a similar one last week, didn't we? Yeah, that, I'd say that's probably on par with Nigel par with. West dropped uh, Joe Bassett. He went on to get hundred. Joe did, and it was well. Well, Neil's done that before. Pretty poor. Yeah. Neil's dropped high of, uh, uh, short cover. Yeah. What about uh, Mello dropping Ben Bartram in when we had Tutbury on the ropes in the brewery? Yeah. Put on to, that, that was, was a, a mid off. Yeah. That, that was more important as a as a match situation, I think, really. But wasn't it? But. Yeah. Uh, there was, yeah. a, there was a classic drop by Johnny Duggins, though, wasn't there? Remember the inter-club game we had a couple of years ago? Oh, he dropped Clarky, didn't he? Yeah. I think it might have had something to do with Winter being in his ears as he went to catch it. And well, well, Jimmy Johnson dropped Clarky in the inter-club yeah. game as well. Yeah. And also, my biggest, well, worst memory is when Woody dropped Kettle off my bowling in the uh, 
<laughs> President's game, wasn't it? Yeah, I was pretty gutted about that. The thing is, though, in terms of you know worst drops and stuff, we, we've all we've all dropped him. Yeah, of course you did. Um, yeah. And you feel you feel absolutely shocking, especially when it's your mates and they're trying. And if we're in a bad match situation, and it's one of those things, you sometimes I love fielding and I want to mm. contribute, but sometimes if you maybe drop one, you you don't want another yeah. one to come to you. You're kind of thinking. Oh. Let me ask the question a different way round then. How do you think the standard of fielding is in the league today compared to where it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? Because I have very specific thoughts on it. Um, there's there's a lot more energy in the field, I would say, mm-hmm. now probably brought around by the by the 2020 kind of influence, yeah. I would suggest. Yeah. Um, you always had some, you know, the, the old boys that could stick an hand out and catch a, catch a ball. Big mitts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I'd seen a few. Keith Gooding never used to catch two handed. He always no. caught, he always caught one handed. Paul Shaw would tell you that at Lullington that time <laughs> when he caught him on the boundary. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I personally think Ian, that uh, Fielding is. I think it's about the same. If I'm perfectly honest with you, I think you just see a bit more of it now. I think it's more extreme now. I think back in the day, 10, 15, yeah. you might have had nine, ten decent fielders. And all around the same part. Now you'll see when you see a bad one, you see a really bad one. Mm. But then you see some of the youngsters who come through and have been following the T20, and they're just exceptional. Yeah, and it, you do see yeah. that differential. Well, I don't think anybody threw themselves about back no. back thirty years ago. It wasn't in their armory, really. Well, you look at you look at Jimmy in the first. Yeah. He's probably our best fielder at the minute, and he's the opening bowler, and he's without a doubt the best fielder I think we've got mm. he'll charge around dive yeah. and catch and that's, a, that's your opening bowler yeah, that's it's just difference. like his namesake though Jimmy Anderson you know everyone always goes on about how much of a good fielder he is for an opening bowler he's 40 now T- tell us about the best catch you've ever caught you reckon then Eddie yeah I can was see it was it off Winfield by any chance no oh no. my word oh it was a diving one at cover I used to feel at cover and point and I can't remember I can't remember who it was who oh, it was I think against uh, AR Tascardi do you yeah do you know which one I'm talking uh, yeah, about? The bowling from the bungalow. That was a point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Absolute screamer. I used to feel it covering until I trod on the ball. That's one of my favourite cricket moments, isn't it? <laughs> Absolute favourite cricket moment. Was that similar to you at slipping the ball into your foot as well? No, nah, it's a different thing. Also. So, he <laughs> was fielding at short cover and the, the batsman innocuously just, you know, pressed forward for a forward, forward press and the ball trickled out, you know, two, three strips over. Master was at short cover, no idea why, and he kind of just <laughs> randomly just kind of just trots in, trots in, going to pick the I ball up. I sprinted in. If it well, was I mean, it might have been your sprint, but it was a <laughs> yeah, trot in. Yeah. Um, and he, he trod on the ball instead of picking it up <laughs> <laughs> and just flew. It's like okay, legs in the air. It was like a cartoon one. It, it really like, was. It was like in Formula One when they hit the back tyres and the car shoots in the air. It was something a bit like that, really. We couldn't we, move. We, the game stopped for two minutes. Could we, could we repeat it on camera? No, I'm never repeating that. Because you'd never get up again. That's <laughs> no, the problem. I wouldn't, mate. No, no. That's one of the funniest moments ever. Well, well we're on funny moments. I mean, obviously, that's a, a catch that you can remember. Uh, what other funny moments? I mean, there's been hundreds down the years. Both on and off the field, you know. I think we better keep it to on the field because yeah, we're for the film. Yeah, we'll probably keep that for. That's the a different pod altogether. Yeah. It's for an outtake, so a late night one. That is. <laughs> but, funny moments on the field. Then is there anything that springs to mind for you? Um, Jonesy at home against oh. Melbourne. Yeah, um, was that Potsy batting? Yeah. I think maybe. Fish, you know, fish slippers incident. Uh, yeah, so relax it a bit. So um, I can't remember who was bowling. Um, and Potsy kind of skewed on up to kind of kind of deep mid-wicket towards our short corner. Um, and Jonesy was on the short corner, and he came slightly running in and then realised that <laughs> he'd probably gone a bit too far. Tried to backpedal, turned round, fell over, the ball landed just inside the short corner. He's on his hands and his knees trying to get towards his ball, <laughs> and it just trickles over the... The boundary. It was just. It all kind of happened in slow motion. It was. It all was, the funniest things do happen. It's like a bit like Rich standing on the ball. Obviously, yeah, right? I've got a few, mate. But uh, there was came remember that time when we played at Draycott Hill and uh, Sherby trousers had broken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to wear his wife's white belt. Off <laughs> that was Leslie's belt. Leslie's belt. Well, yeah. do you remember the time Ian uh, couldn't have, <laughs> um, didn't have something for his box? Oh, he so got he, a jock strap. So we fashioned a. A jock strap out of Ellie's pants. <laughs> <laughs> and stitched them onto the inside that, of that his trousers. That was a Tutbury, that was, wasn't stitched it? Stitched to the inside of the trousers. Yeah, yeah to, he, to make a pocket for his box. We've had also We've had the beetroot, famous beetroot incident. <laughs> that that was a Drake. That almost sounds like a Dragon's Den invention, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a beetroot incident. Where, uh, at, was that the same day that Ian filled my pocket with salad cream? We stood on the balcony <laughs> and uh, 
I was just sort of leaning against the railings, looking out to the field, and let's say I've got a pocket full of salad cream in Mellor had put in there, and then we had a beetroot throw in. And we played in the Wasset, uh, the Burkle final, <laughs> and they had like a big marquee, it was a big like a big event. <laughs> and you have to get your sandwiches, like <laughs> you have to get your fetchy sandwiches. And um, Jacko was that eager to get around. He went on the back of the table and stood in a big pavlova. Remember <laughs> 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 that? Yeah, and he was walking around cake down the old market. I, mean, I, know, I know he got his nickname Cake because he liked cakes, but that put a whole oh, new slant on it, oh, didn't it? Really? I think it was like a big Black Forest gatto, wasn't <laughs> it? Put his foot it in. It's almost, I'm sure every club's the same. You almost need to get half a dozen people around a table and they could probably do a two hour special yeah. just on things that have happened over the years, couldn't they? Constantly. I can think of another one to do with Mella, Ian Mella. So we were away at um, Brailsford and Marcus. I'm allowed to say this. Yeah, say yeah. So um, Ian needed to get moisturised because he was quite dry. It might have been sun cream or something. And Mella decided just to take all his clothes off and just just get it all done in in one go. Uh, and the change rooms are quite small. Was it Rosie or and it was, after, it was after the game. Yeah. It was after the game, and he was he was basically covering himself up with some cream or something. Yeah, and carry on. And um, so, but because the change rooms are so small, he, he was by the door, but the door was shut, mm. and he's lathering himself up. He kind of bends over to do his do his feet with his bum facing the door. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then the tea lady comes <laughs> and opens the door. Like, Anybody wants some more sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> and there's him, like, virtually holding onto his ankles. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Stumps, bumps, and bumps. That's the thing is, you know, growing up with it in the club, you're you're not just playing cricket. You're a community is the wrong word. You're a, you're, you're, a, you're a group of mates, you're aren't fam- you? Family, and, aren't you? Really? Um, and and there are thousands of these stories, and they're probably to other people. They don't sound that funny, but no. when you know the characters and the people, yeah. Yeah. and you relive them, they're just. They're part of your history, aren't they? Like I've I've literally been at Whitsworth Club my entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah. I can remember when you first uh, were nicknamed Tory Boy. Well, that was it. That was <laughs> talk that about was being part of it. To us, yeah, my like. my job was to go and sell the raffle tickets at all the all the events. So you know the jumble sales and the mini markets yeah. that we had on um, at the community centre or whatever it yeah, was, uh, Winslow Village. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. I mean, we I can remember we did. Um, there was a was it a prize giving or a, an awards night at the Sump, and uh, Ivan Ivan Lawrence, who was the local MP at the time, he lived about five hundred yards away. Yeah, <laughs> from the from the Sump, so we got him down to do the presentations, and Eddie being Eddie was like right up there front of the queue. I was always hauled out as yes, the I, young yes, you up were. and coming. Well, it wasn't I, me I, going. Let me get a picture. No, but, yeah, I think your dad won an award, and he presented yeah. you with the award, and that's where he got his nickname Tory Boy from, and that. That That's must true. be like thirty years ago. Yeah, I probably I was probably about about, about twelve now, about twelve, oh, yeah. twelve, fourteen. I mean, years. literally, that's we still call him it now from time to yeah. time. So that's how things last, and the camaraderie between the lads is just fantastic. Really, it's you know, it's great to see it still goes on now. Well, I'm going to sound really big headed here, and I don't. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I, when I was about twelve, thirteen was probably when I was my best for my age group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when a couple of other clubs came and said, would you like to come and play for us? And I, and I had no interest in it because I wanted to play with my dad. But more so now, I want to play with my mates. You know, a, a few of us probably in the club could have, a few years ago, when we were probably struggling in, you know, Div 6 in the first team, could have gone and played for a couple of other clubs in a slightly higher league. Yeah. But none of us, we weren't interested in that. We were more interested in, in playing with our mates and yeah, spending our, the, the whole day having a laugh and a, and a giggle. And I actually think that's possibly why our club's doing so well now and attracting people like we've never done before because we're seen as a decent club, a yeah. decent set of lads. There's never that much hassle. Um, the umpires like coming to us, yeah. you know, people talk to us and I think... We're, we're, a, we're a very place. welcoming club and an inclusive club and that's not just saying it for the, for the BPC. We actually are, you know, people... Umpires love coming, we make them feel welcome, you know. I think one of the interesting things on the junior side there that you point out, Eddie, and you're spot on. I remember seven years ago when we start restarted and reinvigorated the juniors, I inherited a bunch of nine, ten kids, that was it. And within three years, we'd lost two or three of the good players because they'd been poached mm-hmm. because we had nowhere else for them to go. We're now in a situation where we've got 70, 80 kids around the club. We've got a couple who are maybe a little bit too old to play under 13s, 
and we've already had a discussion that says, well, what wonder if they could get a game elsewhere but come back to us. Yeah. I can tell you those 14-year-old boys have said, no, I am hmm. not leaving Winsor yeah. because they're used to being around the club and that's exactly where we've all come from back that's in the day. Right. Yeah. That's how it should be, I think. So, so tell us about your... This is one of my favourite questions because there's a couple of innings I can think of. So tell about your favourite innings and then we'll talk to Neil about his favourite bowling spells. Well, your favourite innings, Eddie? Ever. Yeah. Not your biggest, but your favourite innings. My, my biggest, we've been lost the game. Yeah, that was, that we, was, we, that we don't was, talk that, about that. That was Rose Hill, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was Rose Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Got 162 and, and lost. Yeah. That's, that's great. So that's your high score, Doug. Yeah, so... But favourite... I think the obvious one is the one against Swarkston, I think, at home. Mm. Swarkston had always been a bit of a bogey team for me. I'd never really scored any runs since we joined the Derby League against them. And um, Nick Thompson from Atwell, who, who plays Atwell now, played at um, Swarkston at the time, was bowling um, from the bungalow in these left arms, and they were hooping miles. And he got about six wickets in, yeah. about, in, about, in about five overs. All LBW, all bringing them back in. And the top order had been absolutely... You know, demolished. But it wasn't just top order. It was and again and another one and another one. Mm. Um, and suddenly, I think we were what maybe forty odd for eight, forty yeah. or something like that. Sixty odd for nine. You know, Neil Neil hung around for for a little bit. Um, but then it was myself and Dunk. I think we came together at about maybe seventy odd, maybe seventy odd for nine. Literally crushed out of the park. And myself and Dunk then batted. All the way through until I ran him out on the penultimate <laughs> over, and we'd put on pretty much almost a hundred. I think maybe ninety six, ninety seven. I think it was ninety seven, and Dunk got zero. zero. Dunk, Dunk got yeah. a, a duck, and we'd put on ninety seven for the last yeah. wicket. Um, I got hundred and twenty, or maybe hundred twenty four, hundred twenty seven, something like that. <laughs> and he, um, and no other batsman had got into double figures. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, I've just checked now. We were forty nine for seven, sixty six for eight. 80 for 9, and then you got together. Yeah. And, and what, what did we end up on? 176 all out. So 96 partnership. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Dunk run out. With an over to go. Yeah. It was. And then um, Neil and Jonesy, I think, got some wickets, and and we got a winning draw, mm. which from the position we were in was... Was just was yeah. just extraordinary. And I'll tell you a funny story about that. I think that night, I think that was the night that when, um, William was conceived. <laughs> I'm just saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about fav- favourite innings, talking about that kind of thing earlier about knowing your game and knowing your strengths, and, and I'm not as talented as Woody, and I'm not as you know as elegant as Westy. Some of my favourite innings have been those gritty sixties or seventies where you just have to. It's a tough pitch. It's a difficult bowling. And you scramble together 60-70 maybe and you get to the team to a score of 150 and then you bowl them out for 120-130. That's I think that's possibly my my one of my strengths yeah. is that I'll I'll get tough runs. Or you know, tough runs are probably my my strength. I'm not a flat backtrack bully. I'm, I I've never been that kind of kind of a guy really. So they're my kind of favourite kind of innings. Chelliston's a good one this year. I was just I was trying to think which one we you scored forty odd and we two quick quick wickets down. Yeah. And just battled on through. Yeah. It's a low scoring game, but we, we won it quite easily in the end, didn't we? Yeah. I, I always felt um like that was the type of innings you need to play on that track. It was the worst track we've played on for probably two or three years. Um it was dry, weren't it? Dusty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just it was just difficult to score runs and so you had to you had to just apply yourself and score ugly and be prepared to go three four five maidens that's something i've noticed you know in the in the in the last few years people struggle with facing maidens yeah and um, the young lads coming through our club you know you know not so recently because we've not had so many because we've you know just re- reignited the, the youth system but those kind of ones that were coming in the you know Scott Martin Johnny Duggins that kind of era mm. when they came through trying to talk to them about not stressing mm. you know you, you've got you're in the 16th over and you've gone a couple of maidens it, it, it really doesn't matter you've taken that time you see, you'll be seeing the ball better and another element is if you're finding it tough to score runs my kind of ethos is if you're find it tough to score runs then somebody coming in new will also find it tough so don't give your wicket away yeah. just because you find it tough I scored a good 100 once when Neil got five out where was that was that Aston Aston away Aston yeah mm. 
I think one of my ethos is with batting over the years it was reflected in a conversation with Howard Dytham on the podcast months ago now, where Howard suggested that Paul Borrington, who's number two, I think, in all-time runs in the, in the Derby League, mm-hmm. um, he said he's just not bothered if after 30 overs he's on 30. Yeah. And then he delivers. Yeah. And he goes to 70, 80 and goes big on it. And I thought, you know, that to me is you know, the essence of how you bat. What about yourself, Neil? Your favourite bowling spell? You've you had plenty of fibres over the years. What's been your favourite bowling spell over the years? Mm, it's hard. To, it's hard to remember spells, really. You just mm. bowl. It's a lot of overs, isn't it? Like mm. it's yeah. hard to pick one Over out. Over three thousand, really. is yeah. it? So it's I remember seven for at Burton. You bowled well that day. Yeah, well, seven for forty at Lullington. Yeah, that's probably. When was that? That was. That was going Burton. back to twenty nineteen. Mm. I can't remember that. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah. Is that home or away? Away. away. Yeah. Did he play? Did he play? Uh, oh, I didn't play many 2019. He did. Eddie okay. scored 26, not out. When he got 55, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 55 in 54 balls. Six, yeah, I do remember it now. Yeah, bear in mind we were 4 for 1 and Kamal got 23. So you, 7 for 40 was a good effort there, obviously. Yeah. Any this season in particular that stood out? Uh, thought I bowled well at Chelliston. Well, I, well, back to that game, it was, just, it was a tough ground, weren't it? He mm-hmm. scored some runs. Yeah. I thought, well, if he get 150, I'll have won this. Yeah. You can just tell, you just, yeah. you just tell some weeks. So. What about the one against the league leaders at the time? Six for against Olrus. Yeah, that was it was a bowl all right, but I, it just kept coming at me. That it was the thing where yeah. I didn't have to do a lot of it. Yeah. 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 But that's your strength, isn't it? That's the kind of way that they've already said that earlier. Yeah. They, just, they think it's a yeah, small ground, they bop it in the air, and that's that. Yeah. If, if you're difficult to get a you know, get away, and you can, and you. When you're playing most spinners at our level, there's always a rank long up or a or a full toss or an yeah. half volley. Yeah. So you know you're gonna get a ball. Yeah, and and they can bowl two or three, and it's fine. You know, bowl two or three good balls at you, and and it and it's fine. You don't need to take any risks. That's something else that people struggle with, mm. not taking risks yeah. and just waiting for that for that rank one that you can, you know, punish. But Neil doesn't really yeah. give you that one. Which 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 stands him apart, really. I would say. I so, think uh, Odson Walker got hold of a couple, didn't he? I mean, into the bungalows a bit, and then I think I, I never bothers me that day because I think with the ball's coming back, I'll have another go, mate. If, if it, it bothers me, it goes yeah. more than once or twice, it bothers me. But yeah. I always think, oh yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, you're you're, you're all out yeah. in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Twelve, twelve and out. You, yeah. You, the bowlers you, won. You'll take that, yeah. Yeah, and that's why you have to talk to Clarky about things like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Clark eating two fantastic boundaries, and then. Yeah, going for a third, yeah. you know, that's not that's not yeah. right. and, and he yeah. knows that and he's yeah, trying to change the way he's playing. Yeah. But so thinking about this season then and obviously Winsler are in a fantastic position in the first team, with top of the league for a week and that's just currently sitting second. How do you think we've fared and how do you think uh, the opposition stand of opposition has um has changed over the years? I mean it's a good season for us so far. how do you think it's gone and who do you think the threats are from the other clubs? This year's, I think our first team, our strongest first team, is is the strongest I've ever known in my time in um, really? Winslow. I, I I think it's incredibly strong. You, yeah. you know, if we had everyone available and everyone at full strength, mm. you're back down to to ten, <laughs> and you've probably got six bowlers, four of whom, three or four of whom, are probably going to be in your top yeah. ten bowlers in the league. I would suggest. I think if you'd have said at the start of the season where would Winslow finish, you'd have probably said, looking at the clubs that they like, the Risley, Mickleover, Oldham, mid table, maybe be fourth. Just fourth would flatter us. Fifth, sixth would be probably where we yeah. are. Ralston, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've beat everybody pretty much. I mean, the only team we haven't beat is Ralston, yeah. mm-hmm. as you just say. But we beat. We beat Mickleover, we beat Orowis, both of them quite convincingly, really. Coming back to the team that we've got at the moment, you know, Watto is is a huge addition to to our club because he's someone who who's in my kind of um, mold, mold yeah, of yeah. building and innings, and you need those to go along with your stroke makers because your stroke makers will will work for some of your games, and you know you'll get you know two eighty three hundred with that sometimes, and you need those players, but. When it's tough, you need those those so that kind of solid you know that solidity at the top of the order is is absolutely massive. And Chillers, you know, Chillers is a fantastic player. Yeah. Um, and him and and, and Watto together, that confidence that gives mm. you at the top of the order. But then another ad- addition, Brett it mm. could be the he, best batsman yeah. in our club. He's not mm. quite hit it yet, has he? I mean, he's it. He's obviously got a hundred, and he hit it on that day. 
but uh, he's not quite. I mean, he's, there's times when he's got forty and not gone on. But yeah. I think give him another season, he's going to be absolutely pulling up loads of trees, and it'll be a danger. I, I just think he's he's got the the absolute talent, the yeah, game sense, yeah. the strength, the, some shots that I look at him play that is kind of back foot, kind of over the top cover. It, it's it's just. And it's just pure timing. Yeah. It's in, yeah, he's, he's, been he's, a, he's been a great find for the club. But then you've got, you know, Kamal and Neil, and I, I, I do keep coming to this, actually, that in our league, we're finding that people can't play top quality spin mm. very well. No, spin. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Oh, come on. <laughs> Slow and <laughs> bowl. <laughs> yeah. um, Especially bowling in tandem as well. Yeah. yeah, and then when you throw chillers into the mix there yeah. as, a, yeah. as a spinner, Watto has got Watto a job to do. Ball, yeah. Yeah. And, and then you've got... Telling us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, and, and Duggo and, and Jimmy, who who on their day yeah. are, are, are really excellent opening bowlers. But I think the fact we've got such a depth of bowling and a depth of batting. If we're all available, we yeah. are a really strong, Absolutely, really strong yeah. team. But in terms yeah. of the other clubs, who's strong? Um, Mickleover looks strong. Um, they're in a, they're in, they were an aggressive team, I would say. They were competitive. They were um, tough to play, but, but we, know, beat them. we beat them. And that, that was a that's another one. That's a you know talk back to those innings. I think I got 20, 24, 26, yeah. but those kind of innings make... But we bowled really well that day. Everyone bowled yeah. well, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Brett, bowled, Brett bowled nicely. What about you, Neil? I mean, who, who surprised you and who's, who's not probably shown the form that they could have done? Uh, surprised me. Walter, I think Walton should be doing better than Bulls. Mm, yeah. I, I thought they were probably the strongest... Yeah, team with paper. Like, they said they were in the top yeah. four before. They had a dip after we beat them at our place, and they just started on a bit quite a wobble then. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they got that battering by Mickleover as well, which didn't help. But uh, I mean, there's, I mean, Risley probably flattered to deceive a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, they they uh, probably should have done better than they have done. But I think it's 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 interesting. It's going to come down to the wire in the last few games of the season. We've got Mickleover penultimate game of the season, which is going to be a big year at our ground. So it could and be all to play all, for. All us away on the last it game. It could of the be all to play for. It's in, it's interesting how these things have a tendency to work out. Yeah, and all we must play McLover the week before we play McLover as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's all to play for. I still think we've got one dozy thing left in us. Are we, we always do something <laughs> stupid? Well, I think a lot of teams do. McLover would admit to that from last year. They they probably shot themselves in the foot towards the back end of last season. Yeah, they very. I much think they lost to was it Brailsford or something right at the end of the season, but. Anyway, so what I'd like to ask you, we talked about teams in particular, your batting stars and some of your favourite moments. Just who's your favourite batter to bat with, Eddie and Neil? Who's your start with you, Neil? Who's your, who's your favourite? But it's interesting what Eddie was talking about spinners. We're one of the few clubs who have two top quality spinners at both ends at the same time. A lot of clubs will have one and a, a seamer at the other end, but we've got two. Who do you like bowling with at the other end now and back in the day? Who you always enjoyed bowling with? Yeah, I, I enjoy bowling Kamal. I mean, we, I think we work well together as yeah. tandem. But I think he's, um, I, anyone really doesn't bother me about bowling. Yeah. It's a different thing, isn't it? Bowling you're on your yeah. own, aren't you? It used Just, to make me laugh when you bowl with uh, Dave Taylor, Breadhead. Yeah, and you used to get him through your overs that quick, and he was bowling <laughs> fuming, and he'd be absolutely fuming. <laughs> Lit, he, you know, his versus blink, and he's on again, and he's, he's so knackered, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, it just made me. Oh, smile. the game moves quicker when you and Cammy are bowling. Yeah, that is the other thing that that surprises people yeah. as well because we're getting through the overs that quick. Yeah, it's probably twenty runs been put on the board, and we've gone through ten, twelve overs mm. like like no time. I think that really is a massive, a massive difference. I feel a lot better when Neil's in the team. That's yeah. something about you know that that consistency that he delivers, and that well, just he's kind either of, playing cricket or he's going to musical at the moment. Yeah, West End, <laughs> West End show. I was going to say he takes your job. Yeah. Really, <laughs> what about batters there? Do you over the years who, and and now you know who, who do you like bat, batting with now? Um, definitely Nige. Me and Nigel, because we've battered so much together over the years, you have an understanding. He was, you know, is, not was, is a, is a good runner as well. And I, that's a big part of my game. Yeah. But, but because you've got that understanding, um, you just you just know. Mm. I like batting with Steve as well. I like batting with Brett. Um, I, think, I think you bat well with Woody from a running, yeah. Yeah. running point yeah. We love what everyone enjoys watching you. Oh, well, you and Clarky as you well. You know what, I was about to say you that. You and think... when you go for the... the Ten overs of quickies, or <laughs> yeah. So anybody really? Yeah. And, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I, Neil, I'm surprised Neil hadn't said this, but he always thinks that I bat well with 
Clarky yeah. because well, I, I, I it doesn't work have, all the time. From but, experience, I think you, you always help the batsman the other end mm. with your with your confidence you give that person, mm. um, and the running changes when you come in. Yeah, the running between the wickets is much more intelligent. There's, there's always runs to be added. Wait, dri- doesn't it drive you crazy as a bowler when someone just takes one of your good balls and yeah. just and you, they're getting a run off it and suddenly there's yeah. five off Absolutely. the over? Yeah, it, yeah. it drives me crazy. So why, why the hell we have to do as batters? Well, I can say, why the hell can't we do it? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, I think it's a big part of the game, if I'm honest, because not only does it add 20 runs in an innings, it will also disrupt the bowler and the fielders, leading to more mistakes. That's mm. it. That's it. Okay, so let, let's talk before we get on to um, my favourite part of every interview where we, we come to our uh, six aside. Let's talk about targets and predictions for the end of the season then. So, Eddie, so far this season, you've scored just over 300 runs. Where, where are you predicting you're going to end? And you know, where, where do you think we're going to end as Winsel? Seven matches left. Okay, um, so I've had a different, um, an indifferent year this this year, batting at four, but batting at the end of the innings uh, in a, in a quite a few matches. So I've not scored the volume of runs that I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to get to what man? About three hundred. Three fifteen. Three fifteen. I'd like to get six hundred. I'd like to get six hundred. You get six hundred, you know, you've had a really good season. Mm-hmm. I feel in good form. I, I've had a, I had a bit of a wobble second half, but six hundred runs. Yeah, I'd like that's to get a good to. target. Yeah. Um, but as the team, I'd quite like us to be second or third. If, I, I, if, I'm, if I'm honest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I'd love us to be second. It's a, it puts us in a different uh, um, sort of atmosphere for next year. But I'd love us to finish second. I'd love us to finish third, first, to be honest with you. But. Uh, We've got I'm not sure that's right for the club at the moment. We, we've yeah. been talking about that a lot, haven't we? Yeah, I think we've gone on this fantastic run of yeah. 10 in a row. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, what about you, Neil? You've got 31 wickets so okay. far this season. <laughs> Fair 40 be nice. That's 40, so another, another, yeah. another nine, nine from seven matches. I think you could easily I, I think that's... What's your highest... Uh, do I have to look at that? He, like, he you, knows what he did. He's just, he's just pretending. Like is it the 59 in 2015? Yeah. 59. I think you can, I think is that first team wickets? No, I think that's all wickets. I it? think you could get 50 this year, to be honest with you now. Number 2019 wickets? 19, yeah. That's that's a two and a half. Yeah, but it depends on what everyone does in front of me. Sometimes I don't get a bowl. I was going to say, it's all that's I think you'd be getting a bowl, and I think you'd be bowling almost full compliments, to be honest with you. Where do you think we're going to finish? Second or third. Yeah, that'd be a good season for it. That'd be an unbelievable season. It will. Absolutely. The saying that's the really, you know, highest level we've ever played at. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd uh, be a fantastic way to end it, the season. It would. And I think if you go back to the previous pod, uh, sorry, Nick, uh, Nick Campion did have us down as the surprise uh, this season. And, you know, he put the obvious ones up top who he thought, yeah, he never mentioned Winchell. Yeah. Which is quite nice to interview him and talk about that, obviously. Mm. So. It's been uh, obviously great to chat with you guys, and obviously the experience you guys have got over the how many years? Is it thirty years at Winslow now? Oh, and the rest. So since how many for you, Neil? I think I've been here twenty. So there's fifty plus years at the club. We won't include you, Rich, because seventy like, years with Mitch yeah, as well. Yeah. So that's under twenty. I'm currently in my thirty second year at the club. Hmm. Super over. So Eddie, as you know, we always do a super over as part of the uh, podcast. And so we just want quick fire answers for the following questions. Okay. So can you give us, Eddie, your favourite ground? If it's not Winsor, it's Oribus. Right. Favourite batter? Um, old school, Graham Gooch, more new, uh, Kevin Peterson. Okay. Favourite bowler? Uh, Jimmy Anderson. And what's, what do you like to drink? What's your favourite tipple? Um, after a game, I'll have maybe a Heineken, but if I'm sat at home, maybe a glass of red. Glass of red. Favourite cricket tea item of choice? Definitely a chicken and stuffing sandwich. No mayo though, eh? Absolutely no mayo. And your sporting hero, cricket or otherwise? Uh, Brian Lara. Brilliant. Thanks for that, mate. Super over. Stumps, bumps and beer bumps. Celebration coming up. Eat a hellishly good cake with that wow factor. Then speak to Helen at Hell's Kitchen Cupcake Shop. Hell's Kitchen supply cupcakes and other bakes for any occasion. Message Helen at Hell's Kitchen. Check in on Facebook, Hell's Kitchen. One L in Hell, and it'll be one L of a cake for you. Hell's Kitchen Cupcake Shop. 07713-342-914. Any food allergies and requirements must be discussed before ordering your cakes. 
most important question we have to ask at the end of every pod. Uh, we're not going to do Neil because we did him early on in the uh, season, but we're going to ask Eddie now for uh, his six-a-side team. So, dead simple, this Ed. You've entered a six-a-side team in the Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps six-a-side competition. Okay. And you've got to name your six players. They can be of anybody you want. International, your best buddy, anybody. Okay. But you've got to have two batters, two bowlers, an all-rounder and a keeper. So where do you want pick, to start? Do you have to pick yourself? No. no. If you want to coach, you can coach. <laughs> do, you, do you want to pick yourself? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. No, hold on. Is it, is it? So it doesn't have to be a winter cricket club? Anybody. No, anybody. anybody. International. Brian best mate. No, let's go, let's go. Let's do a winter cricket club. Go for it, As it stands. Oh, like that, yeah. Yeah. So what are we going for? Two batters. Two batters. And two, what is it? Two batters and two bowlers all round and a wicketkeeper. Yeah. Okay. I'll go for four all-rounders then and I'll get the, the best <laughs> team going on. So I'll go for Chillers and me as the batsmen. I'll go for Neil and Kamal as the bowlers. Really? Yeah. I'll go my all-rounder as Brett and my wicketkeeper as Woody. Because then I've got... Five and a half batsmen. Yeah. I've got... Five and a half? Yeah, Neil. Neil. half? Neil. Okay, just checking. Um, yeah. So I've got Kamal as a bowler then. As, yeah. as a, uh, yeah. Five and a half batters. And four um, and four bowlers. What about fielders? We're struggling. <laughs> we're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 won't, we just won't field. We'll just... We'll just put we'll two good fielders in there. <laughs> can't, you do a, can't you do a Winston all-time one? Yeah, do a Winston yeah, all-time one. Well. we'll add that as well. So all-time Winston. So right, right back from when you were a kid. Far away, mate. Okay, so the stats show me that I can't not pick Terry. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Anthony Adams. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to pick Woody still mm. as the keeper, I yeah. think. Yeah, Woody's, he adds, Woody's cracking. I mean, yeah. yeah. Probably the best gloveman I've seen oh, at the club. Very, very good. Um, so I've got my two batsmen. They could be they could be the either of them could be yeah. all round. Well, let's class them as two batters and a keeper so far. Okay. So you want two bowlers and an all rounder. Two bowlers can be. I won the all rounder cup once. Do you want to just <laughs> play? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> if the goat doesn't get the bowler, yeah. Let's take uh, the all rounder. Let's go, Alan George. Oh, fantastic! Um, and then bowlers. Oh, da, 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 da. I tell you what, Sherby and his pomp was 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 really really good, really good. And you know what, Jonesy was blooming good in his pomp was, as well. He Jonesy was was, was before was, I started using the old order milk. <laughs> before his shoulder got obliterated, he just plops it in there, didn't he? So is that my still? He's still effective well. though. He's he really is. Well. It's, it's it's good to see him. But when he was when you know how long ago? Ten years maybe. Point, yeah. He was he was he was whippy. He was quick. He had an angle. He was he was very good. He used yeah. to get to nip in and yeah. horrible. So there good. we go. I think that's it then. Brilliant. It's been fabulous getting you two guys together. And as we've said on our social media, if any other clubs want to do a a goat recording with the best batter and best bowler of all time, by all means, give us a shout. And we pleasure to join one or two other clubs and do that. So from me, Ian Livo, it's uh, bye for now. Eddie, Neil, thank you very much. No thank you very much. Honoured to be asked. Stumps, bumps, and beer bumps. Right, that was a that was a great episode. I think one of our best, and uh, it's been a pleasure to uh, to talk to Neil and Eddie. Um, Neil, when you started in your cricketing career, I think it was at Artson, wasn't it? In the juniors. Uh, I was at Draycliffe. Draycliffe. I went to Artson playing juniors. Did yeah. you? Yeah. And then when did you come to Windsor? Uh, when Draycliffe packed up. All oh, right. Did you ever think that you'd get... I've been all right, just like that. <laughs> did, you ever think you, did you ever think you'd get 650 wickets? Uh, probably not, no, but I chuck enough rubbish down, I'm bound to get a few, aren't I? Well, I think, you've, I think you're a credit to, you, to us, mate, and uh, you should be very proud of yourself. We've had a few of things happening in the cricket world uh, these last couple of months. The Andrew Strauss high-performance reviews come out to very mixed feelings across the, the country, uh, with debates going on all about the, the scheduling and the 100... Probably not going to say too much about that, but what I will, will, did want to talk about was uh, Mankadin. That's uh, raised its head again with the uh, the Indian women um, running out one of the England players. We've had it happen to us this season, Neil, haven't we? We have, yeah. It was a bit controversial to the same, but it was not out this one, wasn't it? But looking at the evidence, it probably was out. If that's well, the way yeah. I can do it. I think, it, you know, obviously it's got to be in your delivery stride. 
Um, and the one against us, we won't mention the team or the player in question. No, it no. Against, it was against Sam Wood, one of our players. Yeah. If we do a cryptic clue, though, if you want. Go on, give uh, us a cryptic the anagram, clue. The anagram is uh, Side Trent, if you want to right, well, work we'll, that one out. We'll let everybody out there work that one out. We won't say any more about that. But uh, generally, what's your feelings on Mancadin? Uh, I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest with you. I think uh, I, at my great speed, I could probably do 10 a match. Yeah, but like it, I don't <laughs> think you'd probably get to the car park, mate. No, mate, I don't think I would. But I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest <laughs> with you. I think no. he's looking at... I think it's against the spirit, and we all know that. And uh, yes, it's in the in the laws. It's, it is one of them, though. That it's obviously it's in the laws of the game, yeah, and, and yeah. sort of within the rights to do it. But yeah, like you say, the spirit of the game. You, you know, if you're going to do it, then, yeah. then then fine. But we'll go back to the whole. Give them a bit of a warning. If yeah. you do that again, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna run you out. Yeah, I think also it was the way it was at the end of that game, and it was to win the game. I think if it had been. Earlier on in the game, it might not have got the attention. I think it still got attention, but perhaps not the way I it think did it, it because would have got the attention. Yeah, yeah but more so because it was the winning, the winning wicket effectively. But uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan. I think uh, as far as it's as soon as it's outlawed, the better in my opinion. But... I think the danger is to club cricket is when you don't have league umpires. Mm. So lower down the league, it'd just be carnage. I just yeah. that's what the problem is for us. I think. Yeah. But fair enough in international cricket, they can they can look at the. The rewind and what's yeah, it? They yeah. can do that, but in club cricket, you imagine if you're one party, yeah, it's a nightmare. The bells are gone. He's appealing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's our thoughts, guys, and thanks for another great episode. Ciao, brethren. Ciao, brethren, indeed. But just before we go, take it away, Charlie. Stumps, stumps, and beer pumps. So that's all we've got time for for this edition of Stumps, Umps, and Beer Pumps. Thank you to our special guest today. If you know someone at your club that wishes to come and have a chat with us and talk about your club, then please email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. Also, please like and subscribe, and also you can follow us on Twitter. If you've got any questions, any stories, or any funny anecdotes, then please again email us on stumpsumpsandbeerpumps at gmail.com. We hope you've enjoyed our tour around club cricket life. So please join us again for more of the same. Thank you very much for listening. This is Stump Sumps and Beer Pumps. So until next time, there's your one for the over. Stumps, Umps and Beer Pumps. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stump, 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 st